Well, Dave couldn't make this episode, so Dave thought he would steal the intro away from the guys. Welcome to Lap 22, everybody. It's a good episode ahead of you, I can guarantee it. And uh, Lap 23 coming around the bend is going to be gear eye racing. That's going to come out really soon. So uh, stay tuned, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Thanks. Uh, what do we got here? We got the three musketeers here for what? We got three topics here. We got some, uh, we need some NASCAR, get into this past uh, six hours at the Glen. And uh, we got a little preview here of Formula One. Where are they headed off to, Levi? Red Bull Ring, baby. Red Bull Austrian. Ring. Let's go. That's going to be a good one. But, uh, yeah. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves oh, it. Oh, everybody loves it. Figure off, we, we kick it off with some NASCAR like we always do. Uh, so rolling into the weekend here at Nashville Super Speedway. Um, I thought. Na- Na- Nashville Super Nashville Speedway. Nashville Super Speedway, which I learned today is uh, in Tennessee. Um, I didn't know that because I'm <laughs> Canadian and have no <laughs> geographical knowledge of the United States of America. What? So, wow. anyways. Ray Ray's going to be pissed at you. It's it's just Ray who cares. It's fine. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, moving on. Uh, I thought overall it was a decent race. I mean, we were off uh, uh, we were off last week, so everybody's back in the car after their one-week vacation doing whatever they wanted to do. Um, I mean, I guess from an action-packed standpoint, it, it wasn't anything crazy. It was just another race. Um, I enjoyed it because I just always enjoy everything, so that's always a good sign. Uh but how did it go? Uh, well, it was a 300 lap race, which was cool. I was happy to see the lap count lower because it was a it's a mile and a third. I, I mean, how do you guys feel about the the length? I thought it was pretty good length. Oh yeah, no, I I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but what I did watch just seemed like it was going good. It had a good flow. It seemed like uh, compared to some of the other stuff they've been putting out there. But uh, yeah, I'm just you know I'm kind of just don't understand what makes a super speedway now. Can I quick, quickly ask that like? Like everything's a super speedway. Used to it was just Daytona and Talladega, but now what? What uh, that one's a super speedway. Atlanta's a super speedway. So what? What is? What does it technically make it a super speedway? I always thought when I was growing up, a super speedway was over two and a half miles. I thought it was over two miles or whatever. I mean, it's the same thing because there's no nothing between two and two and a half. I guess at this point, but yeah, I don't know. And I think Nashville Super Speedway is more of like a history thing like i think that's what it was named back in the day and it was considered big at the time because i guess back in the day everything was just a short track i don't know but much they drove on the beach so what do i know but uh yeah no we should fact check that one but it, it's a mile and a third for those who don't know um weirder size of what we're used to not normally we, we normally never see something in that middle range of mile and a half to a mile you should well, short a- or long aside from phoenix Good. But uh, so yeah, it says that it's a one point three mile. Is that right? Yeah, it's a mile and a third. It's a uh, it's pretty cool actually. A super speedway is a track that is greater than two miles. Yep. No, it is. So apparently not. We're here in Nashville. And NASCAR, <laughs> the most memorable tracks are super speedways, including Talladega, Indianapolis, and Daytona. Oh, I forgot about Indy. Sorry about that, Indy lovers. Well, that is my you know, bad. Have, forgot you about know, that. Everything's one. bigger in Texas. Well, in Tennessee, they can't read. So a mile and a third it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, moving on. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry, sidetrack. Keep trucking. Keep trucking. Anyways, moving on. We just lost all our Tennessee listeners. Right, anyways, we had uh, so Ross Chastain pretty much dominated the entire weekend. Uh, he qualified, put her on pole. Um, I mean, he was up there in practice too. I think he was third. Qualifying puts it on pole. Uh, stage one finishes. P2, stage two finishes P3, and in the race, he, he he caps her off and takes the win over Denny Hamlin, which, by the way, can we congratulate this guy on a zero, like like a problem-free weekend, anyone? Like, what? This never happens. <laughs> Finally, and, right? And he was racing Denny Hamlin, of all people. Anyways, I thought that was cool. It was nice to see him not absolutely set him up for failure in the media, so that was cool. Happy for him, sort of. I mean, I... Not my most favorite guy, but the watermelon smash was pretty cool, so I'll take it. Um, but it's, yeah, it's his own little thing. He, he, <laughs> it's his own little thing. He started to really, really do that. It's pretty neat. I love it when people have their own little thing. You know, Danny with the shoey. Yeah, and those kind of no, things 100%. are really cool. I wish drivers had more character in that regard. He beat Truex. No, he beat Denny too. Technically, Denny. Was Denny like... was third, but <laughs> <laughs> technically. <laughs> Technically, he beat him. Yeah, too. but he was—he was, he was well, ra- technically he beat forty-two other guys. Why was he racing? He was racing Denny just before he was racing Truex. It's all the same thing, anyways. 
Gotta give some love to my man Truex, though. Come on now, still doing it. He's having a really good season. He, he, was, he is, actually. He's doing pretty good. I'm, ha- I'm happy to see him Crazy back up there season. doing well, because I thought he was going to fall off, and we were just never going to see him again, but... He's, he's nice. cool. so you you scared in. me there, Antonio. I was like, I swear he was racing Truex, so I had to go look it up, and I was like, okay. <laughs> well, he was Truex. racing Denny at some point. That's all that matters, okay? He got by Denny clean, and they didn't kill each other. That's all that really matters. That's what I was trying to get at, not necessarily that he was racing Denny for the win at the time. But anyways, moving on. Truex was trying to run him down there at the end and just fell way. He just pushed too hard there at the end, I felt. Yeah, Truex was getting close. I was watching him the gap close, and then it kind of just sat there. Like, I don't know, was it like a second and a half or something? It wasn't very far. Uh, seven tenths is what I want to say it finished at. Oh, yeah, maybe something. Yeah. Like it down to a half a second, and then he, one and two, he was gaining on him. And then three and four, Truex just said nothing. He just couldn't do anything in three and four, and he'd pull back on him. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool track. It almost reminds me of like a, a little bit smaller version of Kansas, because you know it's got like, you know Kansas has that like really wide front straightaway, and you can like jump below the line if you wanted to. You can stay above it. I don't know. I feel like the banking and stuff kind of gives me Kansas similarities, but uh, it's cool. I mean, I have a race at night racing. I remember when it came out. I thought it was cool. So those I, I thought overall it was a it was a pretty cool track. Um, my not going to talk about my boy Blaney this week. He got um. No, I think Absolutely we should talk about it. decimated. But you know what? Hey, you know what? A Chevy won, so that's all that really matters at the end of the day. So, anyways, moving on. Yeah, but was that was Blaney was Blaney in the uh, was that the Brad K or was that a separate incident? Uh, no, that what, was the, the Brad K incident. So yeah, it was what mid- midway through the uh, first stage, correct? There was a restart, and I don't know what happened. Does anybody know what happened with Brad K? Because what it looked like to me was. He missed the gear. That's what it always looked like in NASCAR, where you go for a minute and then you just die out. And and I'm like, how do you miss a gear? Aren't they they're sequential now? Like, how do you? How does they, that happen? They said he spun his tires. From, from what from what I heard, and I don't know, there's a lot of sources saying different things. But from what I heard, is his car for some reason he said it was lacking power, so he went to go, just it didn't go, up. and then right as they were supposed to do the shift up to third, he got hit and it knocked his like hand off the shifter, sent him to the inside. And then he was just an absolute pile on and caused a, a big stack up. And in that stack up, uh, Bush ran into the back of Blaney. Not Bush's fault. He just, you know, he can't really see anything. Nothing happens. You're bumper to bumper at that point. And uh, long story short, it sends Blaney barreling towards the inside wall. What I thought was weird is he had all four tires locked up. And he was headed to what appeared to be like he wasn't going to hit the wall. But then he let go of the brake and just slid the thing right into the wall. Which, by the way... There was no safer barrier, and he hit that perfectly perpendic- perpendicular. That's the right word. Anyways, yep, yep, he yep. hit it, and it that was a hard hit. Like That did not look like he it was going to be old, one, and he slammed that wall. Hit it at the old 45. Yeah. So my thought on it, I didn't hear him interview or anything, but I think when he got off the grass, he released the brake and tried to floor it because he thought he was going to hit the wall. And he had his wheels cut all the way to the right, and I think he was trying to spin the car back out to the right so yeah. he'd miss the wall and keep the car. But when he did that and he floored it, the fronts didn't grip, and the rears gripped up, and it just shot him straight. Yeah, that was definitely yeah, when I was watching watch. it. When I was watching, I was thinking the same thing, Antonio. I was like, man. Like, they were watching the replays, you know, slow-mos, and you're like, I for like a split second, I was like, man, I feel like he should have done something there. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not in that car doing... 85 to 90 miles an hour, probably still 100 and something at that point, careening towards a wall. Who am I to tell him what he's supposed to do? When I was watching it, I like I watched it like, oh, that was a hard hit. And then I started watching the replay, and I was playing a game with some buddies, and I was like, I think he actually accelerated. And we all watched it in slow-mo, and we're like, yeah, he definitely got back on the accelerator. It was weird, man. It was a weird one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I hate to diss drivers in the moment because we all know what it's like being in the driver's seat. You just make sometimes really bad decisions. But I thought he was going to clear the wall. Like, I thought it looked like he was going to clear it by a mile. I mean, I don't know. What you guys see? I really thought he was going to make it. I I think he was going to still hit the wall. And in that split second, I think he, like, the decision he made was good. But then it didn't work. And he went into oh shit mode. Yeah. The one thing I will say, if you if you don't if you didn't watch the Nashville race, I will say one thing that's cool that you should go take away from it is if you get a chance, go watch the race. And around four to go in stage one, they started talking about 
the updates they did to the car with the front and rear clip to make them more absorb, uh, like to absorb the impact more. Because I don't know if you noticed, but Blaney's car got absolutely decimated. Um, and that is for a reason. Um, like if you looked at the old wrecks in an old car, or not the old car, but like, you know, this car when it first came out with how um, able to take a hit it was because it was built stronger, it would have probably made it out of that pretty good shape. But in this in this wreck, it actually folded up and absorbed the impact really well. So they, they did um, in the rear clip. They made some adjustments. They took uh, there's so there's basically a bar that runs from back to front that connects the rear clip to the uh, I'm going to call it the monocoque for lack of a better term, just because I know most people who listen watch F1, so you'll understand the concept of how the car is broken up into thirds. And anyways, there's a bar on the top, a bar on the bottom on each end of the car. And to my understanding, they removed the top one, and on the bottom one, they made it kind of like, I can't remember if it was angled or if it's just thinner and it's more likely to absorb an impact. And on the front, same concept, uh, they removed, um, there's like these struts that go in a 45 degree angle connecting a bar that runs across uh, what would be where the firewall is that separates the engine from the uh, cockpit. And there's a couple extra bars and some other clip stuff that they just made smaller on an angle. Anyways, long story short, essentially they made it so that the clip's uh, absorbed the impacts a lot more. So in, in Blaney's wreck, his car looked like it got destroyed, but it actually did its job. Anyways, the, at lap four, they ran over that and they showed the breakdown like they do, the cutaway car, and they showed you all those pieces that they changed. And those were very crucial. I would definitely go take a look at it. It's super cool. Yeah. And I was looking at some also, and it might've just been something before all this, but it was a couple of weeks ago when they kind of started this breakaway car, like the crumble zones or whatever they were trying to get, you know, I guess what you're tra- talking about. But they said they were going to do something about like uh, perforating pretty much some of the front end, you know, so that it would, it would hold its structure while it's driving. But if it ever had an impact, it would actually crumple there and start to break down. I don't know if they did some of that too, but I thought that was interesting. But yeah, they're doing a lot, you know, here we go with safety podcast again. But uh, they are doing a lot in NASCAR to try to rectify some of the issues they've had with the car being uh, more dangerous and it seems like the drivers have been more susceptible to injuries especially concussions and that kind of stuff so um, he did hit at a 45 like you said seems to be okay and the car did what it was supposed to to fall apart so yeah I thought I thought overall it was good um, even in the rear bumper I know they said they changed some stuff as well to just absorb the uh, the hit quite a bit better I'll uh, I'll see if I can find out some stuff to drop in the discord chat which by the way if you haven't checked our discord out here's a perfect time to throw an ad in for it come check us out the lap zero podcast lap zero podcast but uh no anyways besides the point I, I just think I'm happy to see NASCAR doing a great job I love the cutaway car by the way that's awesome I think every series needs that I know F1 rarely does it but they do do it sometimes um I'm not sure if IMSA does it Norman can probably talk to that a little bit more but they they definitely should have that in every series i think teaching people about the what goes into the cars is huge to keep people interested to show them hey like look at all this r&d that goes into the car especially nascar we know it's stock but dude people don't even know what goes into these things it's actually crazy uh emso would be kind of hard to do with but right now they have four classes next year they'll have three classes it's you know i think it is a good idea i think indycar has something similar to it that they do but they like f1 you barely ever see it in their broadcast yeah i guess indycar is probably what i should have referred it to i meant i guess i meant indycar more than i did imsa but i guess uh trailing on to that what else did we have going on in that race that was crazy i guess that was pretty much it i mean we had a couple other spins reddick lost a wheel going to or going back on the pit road after he felt the loose wheel so yeah i mean how bad are you uh being a gunman if you've only got one lug and you still can't get it on right I, I've got a question on that. So they said that because he, the tire didn't come off until he was on pit road, none of his crew members get suspended. I thought he wasn't on pit road, though. Did he technically make it on the pit road by well, the time it came out? Yeah, the wheel he's made it to on pit, the road pit road because he choked it out. <laughs> and then that's when the tire came dislodged from the car. But before but the lug, it was going, you could see the tire wasn't part of the car. But the lug made it to like section 17B because <laughs> that's some, that's some of gun was going when it came off his car straight up the track. I don't think it went into the crowd. That's a joke. Everybody calm down. But yeah, I mean, so the lug didn't make it. So I think like one of them should get like half race suspension for like to the lug, not making it back to pit road. 
But how goofy is that ruling, honestly? I didn't hear that. That's hilarious. And that's kind of weird. Did, did it really? Did he really like lose it on pit road? Like he made it to touch pit road before he lost it? He spun on the pit, pit road, road, and that's where but the, the wheel it, was still part of the car at the time. And then once oh, it came right. all the way around, it flung yeah. Because didn't he spin, and then like his front end was in pit road, but his rear end wasn't. And then like as soon as it transitioned from grass to pavement, that's when he when it popped off or yeah. something. Yep, and then yes. the, which is on pit and road. Did the tire keep going into the pits too. Oh, That's yeah. a scam. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't roll that. The tire was, the lug was already off the car and the tire was loose is what caused him to spit on the pit road. All right, boys, take take notes. If you lose your tire, make sure it's on pit road. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you will Just not hold it on. lose your pit crew member. That's all you need hold to Hold on. Know. Hold on, little tire. Almost and he there. The, he got the caution out of it too, which is even crazier. Yeah, yeah he didn't lose much time. They so, did win, already, win, win. This might already be a thing, but is there a rule saying that you, if you cause the caution, you go to the back or anything? Because I was just trying to think, like, in that situation, the caution kind of benefited him. I mean, he probably might have gone a lap down still, but, I mean, if you are going to have that problem anyways, like, why not just spin or something? I guess that's why Crashgate was a thing back in the day anyway, so we can't really talk too much on it. Yeah, who but, was that? Who was that, by the way? Was that uh, Boyer, wasn't it? Wasn't it Boyer for I want to say teammate? it was Boyer or something. Because yeah. Boyer was the one who was like, I think it's getting loose. Am I right? And they're like, yeah, I think your car's getting loose. <laughs> it was the most sus it. It was thing ever. Stupid. Yeah, it was just like, hey, it's looking a little slick out there. Yeah, yeah it is. And then you're he, right, he spins buddy. it or something. <laughs> oh, no. Anyways. I'm losing it. <laughs> the other one was but when uh, Robbie, think... the next one was when Robbie Gordon waits till he's down a straightaway. Like going down the straightaway, he pulls off out of the uh, draft a little bit at one of the little mile and a half tracks or something. He pulls off the racing line and throws a big chunk of freaking foam out the window. And then he, like, as soon as he throws it, he gets on the radio and says, There's debris on the back stretch. <laughs> like, you can't be the one that calls it when you throw something out. Oh, Love that's Robbie so. Gordon. Lo- I miss Robbie Gordon and NASCAR so much. I do have to say, I think his team. They still get fined, but there's no there's no suspensions coming from it. That's, and I think NASCAR needs to review that rule. Yeah, that that one's definitely interesting. Well, I, haven't we had people lose tires in pit lane though, like exiting the box and stuff, and they've still been handed penalties though, or maybe not? I think they still get the fine. They don't get the crew chief, car chief, and the guy that does the tire suspended for like six races. So, but what about if the tire rolls onto the track? Is that classified as like? Does that make a difference? I don't know. I, I don't guess as good as mine. You're the NASCAR yeah, guy. Hey, 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 <laughs> no. I can't know everything. I'm not the encyclopedia here. Well, it has to be, right? Because, well, so so what you're asking is if it would have went back out on the track, it would have been a different story. Is that what you're asking? Well, would it be? I guess. I don't like, think I don't so. Know. It would have been because on the pits, like when you're doing a pit stop, right? Oh, yeah. Runaway tire, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it'd be under the same ruling, I think. I don't know. My brain's spinning. Let's move on to him. I think the rule should be stated that if you lose a tire leaving pit lane, then there are no suspensions. But if you lose the tire after you have left pit lane, there are suspensions. That if you lose it on pit lane. Yeah, that's fair. That's probably an easier way to word it. But anyways, and I'm pretty sure NASCAR is rewriting their rule book right now. <laughs> Hold on a second there. Don't tell me you said you wanted to go to IMSA without talking about what's coming next week for NASCAR, right? Oh, big shy town, bro. Everybody's throwing shade at Chicago anyways. Is that next weekend? How did I forget? You're right. Come on now. Chicago at a 4 p.m. race. How could you forget that? Yeah, that's kind of Even the time with the July weekend. Or it's the July weekend. Let's go to Chicago. Let's get shot by drive-by. And race of NASCAR. Kyle, Kyle Busch is already, I know I saw an article where he's come out, which he does bitch a lot, but he came out and <laughs> said that uh, he just, he's been racing the simulator and it's, a F, you know, pretty much an effing joke. You know what I mean? Like he's just not excited about this whatsoever. He's not the only one. There's been a couple other people who's come out and said it too. Uh, what are y'all's guys' take on Chicago? Have you raced it in sim? Have you tried the track? I haven't because I don't see a point in it. If I can oh. stop a car and then accelerate a car, and then stop a car, and then accelerate a car. I mean, it's really, really fast, like, uh, stop-and-go traffic, pretty much. I think that's pretty much what it's going to be. 
I didn't even buy the track in iRacing because Ugh. I was so like, I, I won't ever race this track, so why buy it? Yeah. I I don't want to judge it too hard before I've seen it be raced. I know, um, wasn't our, our was our guest last week or was he with two weeks ago? Anyways, Stephen Mayer. Two weeks ago. Good old caboose. Caboose. Didn't he, didn't he say he liked that place? I thought he yeah, was talking I think about so. it. I think he was talking about it. Yeah, because you, you said the same thing, not to trash on it. And then he had some positive things to say about it. And maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I'm not giving it a fair shake. So let's give it a fair shake. But before we go any further, real quick to put this in, talking about Caboose, congratulate him on his championship oh, yeah. he won last week. Um, and Brain Fart forgot the series. Hey, that's, all, that's a little important there, eh? Hey, don't you think? I could do is pull up our Instagram, bro. Hey, yeah, as guys say, perfect timing. Let's uh, shout out the Instagram. Check us out at, at the Lap Zero Podcast. Uh, Y- your boy right here definitely runs that Instagram. Uh, we got a nice little post going on there. Uh, yeah, we will be trying to post more on there. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, getting, I don't getting really... fired up with that. We're just getting fired up with that. Yeah, so. yeah, we're still getting, we're still getting there. Don't worry, we'll be there. The Boost won the Cyber Thunder Racing League Division Two Championship last week. Um, and just like to support those who support us, he runs our logo on his car. So big shout Good out job. to him, Caboose. Way to go, bud. Way to go. You are not the Caboose this time. You are at the front. Where and the, it was his, it's his first championship too, so he was very oh, excited for it, bro. Noise, yeah, dude's good, good dude. Crazy broke out some blue label for that one. Nice, nice. Well, anyways, at Chicago, you should be able to get a free riot shield with a uh, purchase of your ticket. So we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, I do think it's definitely a weird place to go try out a street circuit, but I ain't too sure about that. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. Oh, man, Definitely on a big, big NASCAR. Like Fourth July has always been a big NASCAR week yet. Well, that's why they're doing it. They're trying to prop it up. I mean, here's the deal, right? We got into this with F1. We got into this with NASCAR. This is what they're doing. You know what I mean? It's they're trying to take it to people's homes. They're trying to take it to the streets. They're trying to take it where they can get more people in. I say, like I said, I'm going with Antonio. I'm gonna calm, calm down, cool my jets. We're gonna give it a shake. See how it goes. The deal was, you know, that. Um, Kyle was talking about Kyle Busch. Same thing I was I was worried about. Street circuits in NASCAR just does not seem like a good idea. There's not enough runoff. I mean, we need runoff in NASCAR. There's things that are going to happen, and it's just they're harder to control and stuff. So he said there was big undulations coming on and off of different, you know what I mean, um, roads and this and that that NASCAR has raced on. I mean, hell, they race at Coda, but um, it's not the best. They usually have banking in their favor where they're racing. So... Yeah, I like to see I like to see street tracks in like F one and IndyCar, but I'm not gonna lie, I don't really think it's something that belongs in NASCAR. I think you're I, I like to see expansion and diversity in uh track selection and, and what we do and I, I know the sport's always evolving, but I don't know. I mean I guess I'm open to seeing street tracks, but this is probably not the place I would have tried it. But again, I'm not gonna diss it before I see it. Let's see how it goes. Maybe it's good, maybe it's not. Who cares? Let's see. Can't wait. Honestly, I, I I probably tune in just to watch the chaos. Exactly. I mean, it could be a good race. It could be a good race. We're gonna watch it. It's gonna be trash. It, but it could be good. It, it could be good. But it's probably not gonna be good. Is it Saturday or Sunday night? It's a great question. Not Lock. night, but evening. July first, Saturday at four p.m. <laughs> so they're giving you your Sunday. So not Guys, only I, is it I, on the I, wrong I'll, wrong day, but it's I'll, the wrong time. <laughs> I'll probably watch a little bit of it, but then Birmingham Stallions are in the USFL championship. Oh, like, shout out to Birmingham Stallions. Whoever that is. Anyways. I don't know. No. USL, USFL football team in Birmingham. We're going to segue on to the five hours and 45 minutes of Watkins Glen. So, <laughs> Less than uh, that, like honestly. Five hours after 8,000 safety cars. Yeah, anyways, moving on. Norman, you can you can talk about this one. This is this is your forte. This is, it's it's in his ball field, boys. Let's go play ball. Um, I guess uh, we'll we'll go ahead and just stop start on the topic of why he's calling it the um five hundred forty five minute because the race got started and the lead LMDHs in T one. One of the BMWs decided to go for a ride to the wall. Um, self induced. And then they still decide to start the GTDs about 30 seconds after they went through that turn with a BMW sitting in the blind turn in the middle of the track. 
Like yeah, he's that, still there. That was tough. Yeah. He's still trying to get his like ish together. Like he's not even <laughs> he's not going like rolling. We're still going back and forth. We got body parts caught under a car. Mm. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was they should have waved it off and just gone to a full course caution right then. They went Why to a would full you course yellow that? after too? Like, what was the point of just yeah, not story. doing it right away? Like, they're already bunched up. But anyway, so that was strange. I thought it was weird to let the GTD field, but I mean, I guess he looked like he was moving offline. But he had to throw it anyways to get him off the track, and then those safety cars. I don't know. Anyways, the flag stand right there on the exit of turn one. The guy didn't know what flag to throw. He just kept swapping flags. I think he threw a checkered at one point. <laughs> it's like it's over it's over it's over in this corner don't worry about it <laughs> poor guy you know they were like should we throw a yellow so he starts waving the yellow no just go on green okay give me the green and he starts throwing the green and it's like go get like the yellow and he goes back to yellow he didn't know what to do yeah. no he he's didn't a, he's probably I a volunteer know what to do. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do yeah I'll just start chunking flags on the track there you go uh, so uh, and then they got going and about 15 minutes later and they went on and at about five and a half hours to go in the race, the number eight Tower Motorsports car dive bombs the number 52 PR1 Motorsports car into the final turn. And they both get to drive away third place in that class. Uh, the number of... 11 TDS racing car had nowhere to go and drive straight to the wall. And then backs out into traffic, by the way. Just saying. Yes. That was yeah. not backs intelligent. Backs out into traffic and they don't throw a caution until because they're trying to let people pit because they were going to throw the caution. So he got a little EN. So he's going to try to like drive his car back to pit road. And it doesn't drive very well. Backs back out in the middle of the turn and is stuck there. And eventually almost gets hit twice before they finally throw the caution. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would have been a uh, penalty in the old uh, League Zero. And F1 probably too. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was weird though. They've been they were kinda weird with the cautions this race. It kinda like it it's either throw it or don't don't do this like weird. I mean, I guess waiting. I get it. We're we're all fans of waiting to see if the guy gets off the track because I mean, we don't want the safety cars, especially in a six hour race. is pretty short. I don't know, man. I felt like that was a perfect opportunity. Like you see the cars fenced and mangled. Like why not just throw the safety car at that point? Andy's in a and again that's a blind turn. Y'all y'all know Wilkins Glen. A lot of the turns they are blind because of the Armco barrier. Oh yeah, and you're cooking out of that corner too to back onto the back uh, back onto the front straight there too. So. Nah, it's what it is, I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, Your caddy boys had a rough, uh, rough race there. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, point that out. Yeah, Bourdais. I don't know what he was doing. I think he just mismanaged traffic and the speed of the GTDs coming on the um, second to final turn, and just lost it. A lot of people I've seen were trying to say that he could have saved it. The BMW helped him around. And no, he, he was going around even if the BMW wasn't there. I don't know if he would have hit the wall as hard, but it still was on him. And then his teammate, they got the car back and got it repaired. And then his teammate just got unlucky. And later there was a LMP3 race. Racing caught some GTDs and they got impatient and took the GTDs out. And he got caught up in that too. Which, their, their day was already done, but it still that one was to really talk about it. The LMP twos and LMP threes caused issues all day for traffic. All the wrecks were one of their fault, which so, is not a good look. Yeah, I, the one question I had though is, is I, I know it's you know not insanely huge of a speed difference now. I guess when you throw all the hypercars in there, but do you think those GTPs are like too quick? Because I mean, I mean compared to GT cars, they're freaking ridiculous. Like, they just blow your doors off. But, I mean, man, this, they're blowing doors off the P3s and 2s. I mean, it's freaking ridiculous. How do you predict they're coming up that quick? I mean, talent, I guess. Obviously, yeah. I don't have that. But Well, I was going to say, you're in the middle of your race with whatever you're racing, and then, you know, you see them in the rear view. You look up, you see them. But, I mean, you look up again, and they're not there. They're next to you, you know? 
Yeah, no, I know nah. what you mean. But I thought it was weird. They had 56 cars start that race. And they were talking about how, you know, throughout the day, the traffic's going to get bad. That's what this race is about. Honestly, it kind of calmed down after the first three hours of the race. Uh, Finally but, got settled in. <laughs> yeah. After three but they hours. Were the, beginning. the LMP2s, the LMP3s were what caused the issues all race. The LMDHs or the GTPs, what Antonio was calling them, and the GTDs, they were just minding that they were just racing their race. Trying to stay out of everyone's way and just kept getting run over. And so, um, but the number six Porsche did win the race, uh, actually made the pass for, took the other BMW, passed him with five and a half minutes to go in the race. And unfortunately, at the four minute mark, the number 95 BMW, uh, flipped in the second to last turn and calls the caution. So if he would have waited a minute or two longer, the BMW would have won their first um, GTD race or GTP race. Fortunate. Yeah, no, I hear you. The, uh, I, th I thought overall, though, it was a, it was a decent race. Um Considering like all the cautions and stuff, I mean, watching some of the highlights and stuff, it looked like it was still pretty cool. I mean, I thought Watkins Glen was cool, but uh, it's inner. It was entertaining I, from yeah. like an entertaining point of view. If you're not looking for like on track racing, yeah, it was exciting in the fact that like NASCAR is exciting sometimes. There's a bunch of wrecks, a bunch yeah. of cautions. Oh my gosh, look at like car flipped over. Like that guy just just. I mean, because their cars when they were hitting the wall. I don't know if it's just those cars. Man, they were getting tore up. I mean, they look bad. These wrecks were, like you said, they were visually entertaining, but from a racing standpoint and endurance standpoint, maybe not the best race. Would they, I do have to say, they, they even made the comment, what's amazing about definitely the GTPs is you can watch those cars just get torn up, and they're like Legos. They come in and they just unbolt parts and bolt parts back on they look like they're a brand yeah. new car <laughs> is uh i'm i'm curious is uh does imsa run every single class at every single event like so all four classes will show up to every event yes will they ever consider running like i mean i know it's not the same concept because they're all on the same track at the same track at the same time but would they ever consider like dropping classes for smaller tracks or like bringing certain ones to certain tracks because i know like um, as an example, again, I know one's endurance and multi-class, one's not, but F1 brings F2 and F3 to some events. Sometimes just F1 goes, uh, sometimes F1 and F3 goes, sometimes F1 and F2 goes, you know what I mean? Sometimes they're all there. I was just wondering if like maybe some, a track like that would be something to be like, Hey, you know, maybe we don't need, uh, LMP3s this week or something. You know what I mean? This is, I'm not going to go out there and say this, um, as fact, I know they used to drop the um what the DPIs um from the field for Lime Rock. And I wanna say they didn't have the DPIs at Virginia, but I think this year the GTPs are going to Lime Rock, which I don't see how you're gonna run that many classes at Lime Rock. That's gonna be crazy. I'm surprised that's like a series they run those cars at. Like, I ran... Hell, even the F3 at, at freaking Lime Rock's ridiculous. So, I couldn't even imagine running... <laughs> let me just double-check their schedule before I say that they, they might not be going there. Our next race is... Canadian Tire on the 7th and 9th of July. Yeah, we're going to Lime Rock. I mean, hell, even Canadian... On the even 21st or 22nd. Ridiculous. Canadian Tire, Mosport, by the way, same track. But even Mosport is going to be crazy with four classes like that, too. It's pretty, like, one-line track. You can't really just throw it in on the outside of somebody or make it make it work. You kind of have to wash out of every corner sort of thing to be fast. So, draft's going to be huge there down the track, too. But uh, even Lime Rock, that's going to be crazy, man. I can't even imagine running multi-class there. Do they run... Um, I guess what I know in iRacing is the Grand Prix layout, or do they run that classic layout without that weird chicane in, in that long corner there? 
they are so the only entries are GTD Pro and GTD. So the, that's the only ones going to Lime Rock. Oh, there will be no no hypercars. There will be no. Yeah. Um. So there you have it. And they will. They do drop classes. I didn't know that. They do not show on their map which one they're running. They show all the layouts on their map. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm curious to see which one they end up choosing. They roll a dice every time when they show up. Well, two minutes before the race. Yep. yep. Like flip moves coin, moves and cones. <laughs> Good to go. Practice one, we're running the Grand Prix layout. Practice two, we run a classic, and uh, we're gonna flip a coin before the start of qualifying. Pick your Got plan. <laughs> Bir will just be the GTD pros and the GTDs again too. Those are the two tracks, so they are they they will drop classes. Interesting. Ask and thou shall receive the info. I was cur- I was always curious about that man because I was trying to think of like anything faster than a GT car at 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 Lime Rock or something is just absurd to me. Like there's no point. <laughs> That'd be like taking an a F1 GT car. car is still freaking booking around. Well, that that's track. what I'm saying. I'm just like, could you imagine taking a freaking GTP? It's like, yeah, let's go try it out at Lime Rock. Like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> That'd be like literally taking one to Monaco. Well, I, yeah. I think I think most of it's probably you're just. They, they must drop that class, not only because it's just ridiculous, but to safety thing. I mean, back to safety podcast. We, we love saying that, but I guess it's a big part in, of racing, so we can talk about it. But anyways, moving on. It, uh, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about, Antonio. The, the wrecks there, though, would be pretty pretty significant, though. Like, I, mean, I know you got runoff in some corners, but, I mean, you'd really doubt in lots of others. Like, you well, down their back stretch, if you go over that fence, there's a creek. Oh. Over that Armco barrier, that's a wrong creek. with off-road in a creek. <laughs> do that. One minute Mud you're one minute you're racing, and the next minute you're you and me going fishing in the dark, <laughs> in the freaking creek. Uh, <laughs> don't do that again. Uh-oh. Oh, killing me. Anyways, yeah, Anyways, no, I mean, I mean, uh, that sum up the Glen. That's a good I mean, point, actually, because I yeah. never really thought about that. But yeah, you are right. Some of those tracks would not be good. So yeah, VIR too. I mean, uh, I know there's runoff too, but that track's pretty crazy too. But like we did, did we figure out, hold on, let me check most sport to make sure they're all racing at most. Are we calling a low, That's low another one that I'm kind of like, would they we're call, take all class? We're calling a cut. GT, yeah, they're all going to be at most sport. They're all going to be at most sport. No, the LMP2s are not going. LMP3s. GTPs, GTDs, well, and GTD why Pros. Why drop the P2s, but not the 3s? <laughs> yeah. Because it's the, P, the, the P3s last season. Oh, oh, right. And we just got the car at iRacing. That's awesome. <laughs> what a great time. Man, that sounds just about right. <laughs> Are they replacing makes... anything, or is it gone forever? It, I think they're going to drop that. They're just dropping that class. A lot of the P3s are jumping to P2s or GT. Bars. So okay, I'm curious then. So how is the intention going to be to have like a GT class? Like, because isn't there going to be no Pro Am next year too? I thought that's what I heard. Or is that? I whack? think you're right. Oh, I think that's the plan. So there's going to be no Pro Am. There's going to just be one. This, which by the way, this makes way more sense. But anyways, so there's going to be, to my understanding, there's going to be a GT class. And correct me if I'm wrong, because again, I don't know anything about this series. So there's going to be a GT you're class. Wrong. There's going to be. I guess what's technically considered a slower spec hypercar, and then there's going to be a hypercar that's com- like open to R and D to an extent, right? Right. That's cool. That makes sense. I- I'm with it, man. LMP3 is a waste of time. I'm sorry. I- well, I don't, I don't I- care about any of that class. Like from a viewer standpoint of a casual, complete casual fan, they seem it seems like the most pointless class ever. The P3s, I think, are getting their own series though. They still will have them. They just won't race. They'll race by themselves. So the dentist can go have their fun. But all the main teams that are running this are wanting to run in the um, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. That's the series we're talking about for IMSA. IMSA has multiple, multiple series. Um, but their big one is the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, and that's where the threes are right now. The threes will be booted from it, and a lot of the teams are trying to jump around and figure out what car they're running next year to stay in it. If- so they want to all run the Rolex these big races it, it makes sense though like why was lmp3 there to begin with like it's a paid class you should be racing a paid class in the top series of american motorsports like what how does that make any sense but anyways good riddance to that thing i don't care i'm happy to see that it's going to be gone next year but 
That's good. Wow. No, I think the I think the reclassification of all the classes makes sense. That's probably not the right word to use, but the restructuring of all the classes makes more sense to me. And everybody um, that races LMP3, Antonio still loves you. He just thinks you're worthless. Yeah, agreed. Um, there's no, there's no <laughs> worth to your class whatsoever. Oh, and the shot from Norman and dentist. We're sorry, dentist out there. I don't know where that came from. If you're a doctor, you're good, but not a dentist. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I don't like dentists, but I'm not going to say on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, the joke is that dentists all drive an IMSA in the LMP3 class. Yeah. Oh, well, good for them. <laughs> that's where that's where all our money goes. Yeah. At least when we yeah. at least when they crash and their teeth fly out, they can fix there them. So <laughs> Dude looked really bad racing, but he had really good teeth. That's funny. Uh, anyways, anyways. I guess F1's next, so any then. any Formula One drivers with yeah. good teeth? Yeah, all of them. They all got way good teeth because they're making tons of money. But Yeah, for this week in F1, looks like we're going to the Red Bull Ring, Austrian Grand Prix. I really do like this race. Uh, it's kind of a home race, you know, for the old Red Bullers out there. So there'll be plenty of yellow smoke, even though they tell us not to bring it, and all those good things that come along with the domination of Red Bull. But as far as a race goes, I don't, you know, is what it is. Um, there's not any upgrades. I usually talk about upgrades this, upgrades that. Not that I know of anything big that's coming uh, new. So the only thing I can say is this is the second sh- try for this sprint shootout qualifying thing that they're doing. Um, of course, we talked about it a little bit before. Now that we've seen it, I don't know. We've talked about it post. I'm not a big fan of it. Um I don't see the point in it, honestly. I just don't uh, get what, what the deal is on it. I don't know. Antonio, do you have any take on what this sprint shootout? Because I know pre, we were kind of talking about it, and, you know, or I was doing some notes, and you were like, man, straight hating, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not huge on it. I mean, I want to, I was, I'm trying to pull up here the actual, uh, the actual nah, page here with a, the schedule it's, page. I just, it's, I, I, it's, a, it's a weird setup with the, with the sprint shootout, but I, they say you use less tires. They say this, they say that, but I haven't looked, uh, you know, for the weather, but I mean, weather, if it's there, then it's all a wash anyways, and it don't matter. Um, after that, we will have the sprint race, you know, on uh, Saturday, which, I mean, come on, we know who's going to win that most likely, and I, and I don't like that because if you get impenalized for anything in qualifying, and you've got a fast enough car that it does away with your three to five car penalty. Like if Max gets a penalty for impeding, let's say, or something during the, you know, shootout qualifying, what does it matter? He's going to make it up to the front during the sprint race anyways. And then Sunday, they've got the Grand Prix as usual. But, yeah, and reminder, there's only one practice here. I mean, I know Red Bull Ring might not be a track you need necessarily tons of practice at because it's pretty straights and turns kind of thing, but... uh yeah, practice one, like you said, regular qualifying, uh, sprint shootout, I guess, or sprint qualifying, whatever you want to call it, sprint race, mm-hmm. and then the race, and that's it. So, yeah. happy to see more content, I guess, more F1 overall throughout the weekend is nice. Um, again, I'm I'm with it. I, I think we've had enough of these sprint qualifying, sprint races, sprint whatever you want to call weekend format, uh, to make a fair assessment of it, um. I thought the changes that they made would be better. I really don't think two qualifying sessions make sense in any way. Um, personally, again, if I was to see the sprint format change, um, I, I really think the best way to do it would be exactly like your other two series, which is what we thought would have made sense in the first place. Again, for those of you who don't know, uh, or Formula 2 and 3, I don't know how their practice and qualifying works, but I know there is one qualifying session, and then they will typically have... Uh, it used to be the feature race first, then the sprint race, but they'll take the sprint race first and then the feature race. And for the sprint race, they'll just basically do an invert. Um, so your qualifying will set the grid for the feature race, which is the second race. And in the sprint race, they'll do a little invert. You know, you're still racing for points. It all still matters, but it doesn't actually affect your main race, which is huge. I think that's important. Um, again, I guess it's kind of the same way with this format. Like we're getting closer, but the sprint qualifying, I don't like. Get rid of sprint qualifying, sprint race, do an invert. Do an invert. It would make it so much better. I, I, man, I just don't, for us, it would be better. I agree 110%. For the viewer, it would be better. But for those guys, 
that I I just your top teams are never gonna go for it. Never gonna go for it. I guess, man. I just I just think it it would make it one more exciting. Two, it adds to the points, like and it, it makes it matter. And like three, you're literally just gonna physically get more on track passes, and that's what we are here to see. Like we don't want to watch oh, people yeah. ride around. No. Do I want the best car to win? Yeah, but do I want to see him get there and it take him fifty out of fifty six laps? Yeah, I do. But I had the DRS train last week. Last race was just ridiculous. Behind who was that? Albon, I think it was. It was was like putting on the block for like ten cars. Like that is boring, dude. It's like come on. Well, and that's going to be the problem here. I think the same thing's going to happen. This is like probably a famous track for that happening. I mean, it's pretty much. Three straightaways and then a sec and then you know an actual technical section of track. So it's famous for DRS trains. And isn't there is there three DRS tra- uh, three DRS things on one on each straight too? Isn't it or is it just two? I can't remember. I think so. But man, when you when you have shorter ones like that, they're not good enough. You know, they're not long enough. I guess um, of a straight for it to actually matter. Yeah, it'll keep them close, but that's it. Like somebody's got to make a dive, and most of these guys. After about 10 or 15 laps, it just kind of seems like you can see exactly where this race is going to go, you know? Yeah, it's going to be, it's probably going to be tough, but you know what? I'm going to go into it with an open mind. I like Red Bull Ring. It's, I enjoy it. I know a lot of people don't, but I really think it's a fun track, not only on iRacing to race on, but as a viewer, I've always thought it's a cool place. Um, thinking it's yeah, going to be a pretty good weekend too, so that should be good. Did y'all want a weather update? Yeah. Actually, yeah. What, what does it look like? It. What does it look like? Uh, we're looking at, this is what I know for now, and this is being recorded on Monday for everyone that's wondering, so this can change rapidly. So put it um, in stone, this one, Norman said would happen. If it doesn't, I'll give you his address, <laughs> you can beat him over the head with something. I'll give you his phone number, you can you can, you can can spam him or but, uh, something, light up his phone, all 30 of you. Um, They're saying the first practice, this looks like it's going to be dry, and then for a chance of rain through qualifying on Friday... Um, 16 to 26% chance during the session. Um, later throughout the, the day, light showers are forecasted around three for qualifying. Saturday looks like sprint qualifying, 50, 50 chance of rain showers. Conditioning's worsening through the afternoon for the sprint race. Uh Uh-oh. Sunday, they're thinking warmer overcast and no rain, but they're also saying don't rule it out. There you go. Thank you, Norman, for the uh, weather update. That's Weather Update by Norman. Remember, everybody, I'll give you his address if that doesn't come true. <laughs> and I'll give you his phone number. Right, if, if I'm being claimed a weatherman, I can be wrong. Yeah, true. Like no. half the time they're wrong. It's only umpires in baseball. And weathermen can be wrong over 50% of their time and still keep their jobs. Not now. Not now. Baseball's got that replay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do they have Not VAR for the strike zone? No? <laughs> yeah. Do but, they, uh, they don't use it for the strike what's zone. A, oh, what's that? Well, right. the strike zone, they do not have for the strike zone. But, so, yeah. Uh, like I said, besides that, we'll see how the race goes. I think everybody knows probably where it's going to go. Um, hoping Perez can do something just for the man's own sake. You know, I hope he does a little better what he's been doing. Wait, can we go back for a second? Hold on. Not to not to not to jump into something that's totally not racing related, but how is the strike zone determined in baseball? I'm a complete <laughs> noob. I've always looked at that like how does he just look on the fly and be like, Yeah, that one's a strike, bro. That one's that one's oh, a ball. Oh, okay. So it's over the plate, knees and numbers. So like his name on his chest to his knees. Oh man. So, and so o- that's and like over s- the plate. No wonder they mess up all the- How are you supposed to see that that fast? The ball's coming at you at 100 miles an hour. Okay, so as a real big baseball fan, here's the deal. You just got to be consistent. If you're calling them a little bit low and you call them low all game, then the batter knows and the pitcher knows and the catcher knows that they're all going to be called, you know, more strikes down a little bit below the plate. But when they bounce around, it's a pain in the butt. Anyways, probably for a whole other podcast, but there's your little baseball tidbit Man, for the day. Man, we should have a baseball special. I'd be cool. I'd be in it to know about, all about baseball. He's repping the baseball shirt, too. Look at it. I know. Norma's <laughs> no. got, got Spartans on. Get the hell out of here. Anyways. But yeah, no. Uh, That's my high school. Yeah, Anyways. <laughs> you're, 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 you're right back to the racing. Wait, so, high school? Wasn't that like 40 years ago or something for you? 
He's <laughs> in a high school shirt. Did, you probably graduated before I was even born. When would you, you graduate? Man, the man bought I extra and left him in a box. Oh, okay. No, I was born. I was like four. You're good. You're not too, you're not classified as old yet. What about you, Levi? I know, I know you're sitting there sneakily trying to not get mentioned. Huh? I'm trying to move on here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk. We don't want to talk about when I graduated. Let's just move on. Uh, back in my day, <laughs> we didn't Anyways, have no Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they actually didn't have Wi-Fi. No, they had so. they had chalkboards and erasers, and that's about it. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Yeah, so so really the biggest F one news I think for me personally um, is the uh, Al Al Alpine has actually been uh, a chunk of Alpine has been purchased at two hundred twenty million pounds. It's close to a dollar uh, for an investor group that included uh, Ryan Reynolds. I don't know if y'all ever watched the Wrexham stuff when he was on was that Hulu? Um, I watched watch on it, FX and it is a FX, really yeah. good show. Antonio, you need to watch it. I know. Yeah, I've it's been really good. To- it's about football, the the English type, not the American type. But there was, I don't know much about soccer, but they just bought into this team. Um, just give you a little update on what he's been doing. Him and Rob McElhaney, which is part of this group also, this purchasing group. Um, Sonny in Philadelphia is his main thing. Yeah, Sonny in Philadelphia. Everybody knows him from that if you know him. If you're not, he's a cool dude too. They're both really big. What I like about it is they're, they're rich and they're are actors. And they do go and do this stuff. But with Wrexham, they really did do and put a lot of money and a lot of effort. Like, they really care about sports. They're really competitive. So to see them come to F1, not only does it, I think, help with us as F1 fans. I think it's going to, you know, Alpine's going to be something. They're not going to let it fall apart. They do only own 24%. That's a big percentage of an F1 team. Um, If you think about probably how many hands are in that I, I wish I knew more of the details on that which we may get into at a future date because I would rather like to know what you know okay so this one investor group at 24% is everybody else got 2% so they're the main you know do they get to say a lot what's going on but anyway so that is kind of big news I know it blew up my social media I think it was this morning or yesterday whenever that finally went down Monday like I said when we're when we're recording this but big news so Ryan Reynolds will be at the track. He'll be bringing stuff to the track. I know he owns his own companies. I'm sure they'll be on the car. Uh, they're going to be throwing money at this thing. They said 100 races is what they're shooting for before they get a championship. So start doing the math, and that's only a few years down the road, which I think the team is already in the right direction. They, they've been really doing well. So good stuff. But uh, Oh, Michael I, B. Jordan. I would like. I'd like to do some more research and let's get really into that topic next week. Yeah, we'll do some stuff on that. Um, and then Michael B. Jordan is also part of this group. And, and like I said, it is an investor group. There's a lot of people. So there's three big, big names in entertainment, which we've all kind of talked about and touched on. The F1's kind of leaning towards an entertainment at this point. So why not bring in some competitive people and not just LeBron James waving a flag at Lamar? You know what I mean? Like, let's... Let's was that waving? Bill. Well, flopping around. What a flag to see. <laughs> Which he's good at flopping. So there you go. <laughs> Damn. Shots hey, fired. I, I, I shots fired all the time at this man. I'm sorry. You get me started, I go stop now. So thank you, Lamar. I can shoot LeBron James down on my podcast on a weekly basis. But uh, yeah, besides that, man, I, I think uh, in it, win it, win it um, picks will be this week because we have an F1 race. Shout out to Dave, not being able to be with us. Anyways, love you, Dave. Uh, he did give his picks. Hey, Tony, you got those? Um, I do have them here. So we're going to go in order from bad to great. So his bin pick is Lando. Um, so that's pretty tough. Uh, he says he's been impressed with Oscar, and with Norris crashing out, he gets a free place. So I was like, fair enough. That is true. So... um. I guess it's Lando's turn to to bid it. Uh, in it Os- is Oscar Piastri, which is why he swapped the two, by the way. I should probably clarify that. Um, I like that. He's going on the extravagant answers. And his win pick is Ham Freaking Sandwich. And if there is ever wow. a time to oh. pick Lewis Hamilton, I'm thinking now's the time. Like, he's on the come up, bro. They got a good car. He's looking better, man. I, that podium that we saw last race was kind of like the podium I thought we were going to see. You know, when the when it first all kind of started until Mercedes actually like took the car out on the track and then I figured out this isn't how it's gonna be, but it only took us a few races and we're back there. So yeah. 
For sure, for sure. Oh, yeah. So I guess if we're going in order, that means it would be Levi, Norman, and then me, which somehow I I feel like that's wrong. Are we going the other way? Is it me next? No, it's Levi. You got no, it, you, you messed, messed up you last were week. Gone and you didn't give us picks, bro. Okay, well then I'm going now. Uh, uh, yeah. Now it's my turn. No, you're no. last no, again. Too bad. Nope. This is I'm not how last. this works. It's going me. This is how oh, this. It does. We took a vote. We all agreed <laughs> that you go last two weeks in a row. Nope. I ran the pick list. It's my turn. Because did Dave go first last time? Then. Yeah, Dave went first two weeks in a row. Oh, that's a scam. I should be going Technically, first. Technically, yes, he did. Okay, then I'm going next. That's right. Too bad. My turn. Sweet. Screw y'all. I'm going next. I wanted to say, by the way, I we got- get voted out on this, Levi? I'm okay with this until he picks somebody that I was going to pick. Then we're right, shutting so it down and I'm no, going. Okay, I'm just saying- <laughs> Okay. I got the bin pick right last time. I'm just saying. So- You did. That means I got to do it right this time again. So- are we picking to bin it this week? Not even re- he's not even ready. Of oh course, my gosh. Of course I'm not yeah. ready. This man. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to in it, bin it, win it, freaking send it. I don't know. Anyways. What am I supposed to do? Anyways, moving on. Who do you think's gonna bin it this week? You know, I think Russell's gonna bin it. He, he sucks. Oh. He's gonna bin it. That's right. I got Ouch. Russell. Russell's gonna absolutely lose it. Um, I'm going to call my boy Botas to be in it. I think he's going to come out of the woodwork and somehow cash money his way into some points. Uh, luck lo- with that still, still love that guy. He dropped his booty live on uh, Instagram, by the way. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see that again. Uh, he was not in the river this time. He was standing in the river this time. So that's yeah. cool. Love love showing the booty. Full moon out there. But uh, Botas booty. Yeah, Botas booty. Uh, win it. We're going to go with uh, Alonzo because... That's a free pick, and I think he's going to do decent. Um, all right, scratch it. He's done. Those picks don't count. I'm going now. <laughs> all right, Alonzo to win it. I mean, even though he actually probably won't win it, but let's see. <laughs> all right, Levi, your turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I took all your picks. Bye. Yes, bye. All right. Um, yeah, the old Bennett is going to be Yuki this time. He hasn't done it in a while. I haven't picked him in a while, so I think he's due. I think he's due one. The uh, my um, edit pick is Ocon. Uh, Alpine's really been showing some stuff out there. Uh, Pierre needs to catch up with him, but Ocon's been doing a good job. And I haven't really been the biggest Ocon fan, but dude's dude's doing pretty good. Um, I guess with the edit pick, uh, shoot, let's 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 throw one off in there. Signs, baby. I'll pick the signs, man. Why not? Smooth operator. Get her done. Norman, you're dead last for no reason. I know. I, I'm, I just got screwed over. Yeah, yeah you did. Your fault. Tough. Um, Feels bad. We're going to all start with the Bennett. I'm going to go with Grosjean Yu. Grosjean um, Yu. <laughs> How did you say Grosjean <laughs> now, but you got Grosjean last time? Can someone explain that? Joe. <laughs> it's Joe. You got me thinking about it. Joe. About Groge. How are you going to say Groge on? All I got to say, Dave, Joe. that was for you, buddy. <laughs> he's going to love that. There's no way. Um, he's going to bend it. Can you say it one more time for, for everyone in the back? No. <laughs> Come on. You can't make me say something when I'm thinking about it because I can't say okay. stuff when I think. <laughs> Is that uh, how you're supposed what, to talk? What's your in it? Anyways. What's your in it? My in it? Uh, oh, yeah. Look who else isn't ready. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I also exactly. wasn't listening to Levi when he picked. He so picked I was trying to make hard. my picks. So, okay. I'll pick Alonzo then to be in it. That's an easy one. Oh, I'll take some points. In it, eh? Because huh? I'm getting screwed over on the win it pick because all the good drivers are gone now. Well, that's your fault there. No, it's not. Levi, who'd you pick to win? You again? were supposed to be last this week. Science, baby. Oh, science. science. So I'll will. go with Russell for win it. I don't think he will, but... Wow, I have some faith. You know, I think Mercedes is better than Ferrari now, so... We'll have to see. You know, if, if Alonzo's gone, and I think Hamilton's better than Russell, which I did watch a thing on a lie detector, Russell thinks... That Hamilton is the goat. 
Well, it's almost like he's teammates with him, and he's British, so he yeah. probably is going to think that. That's that's that British bias kicking <laughs> in. <laughs> so does everyone um, at Silverstone. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting, though. Um, but yeah, those are my picks. Heck yeah. Yeah. Not, and really, the only thing left on F1 is uh, my weekly, or sorry, every other week, whenever they have a race, uh... Rumors of Danny Rick maybe going to Alphatari again. Woo! I seen that every we, every we, every week, dude. There's something. I think everybody just loves the guy, but I don't think it's ever gonna happen. But yeah, besides that, man, it's a it's a it's a wrap up. Um, this week, this weekend, yeah, got we've weekend. got IndyCar coming up this weekend, Mid Ohio, right? Um, yes, and that's on Sunday with the Grand Prix because NASCAR's on Saturday at four. So you can watch a lot of racing, a lot of racing going on this week. Um. Shout out Team Goon Squad on the uh, sim racing front. They will be Endurance going back series. at it this weekend. Um, Endurance Series is kicking back out, yes, this Saturday at 4 Eastern. I'm thinking this one is a broadcasted race on Team Goon Squad's YouTube channel. Unfortunately, MSR will not be there this weekend. I will be out of town, and it's just too hard to try to put a team together while I'm not there. Which, if you so don't remember, is Norman's team, uh, what, GT3? GT3, we're going to the 992 new Porsche that just released for iRacing. Um, we'll be running that this season. We're still in communications with some people in this podcast about running an LMP3, but haven't heard anything back. So there's a rumor out there that an LMP3 will be joining the team. Maybe. Also, uh, It's also a rumor they're going to have a fat paint scheme. On the yes, the, the paint scheme will be released here soon. It'll probably be released after this race because we gave the painter a extended time because we're not going to be there. The so, painter really appreciated it too, by the way. Just saying. I, I think it's a really hard paint scheme too. So. Nah, it's not I, too I'm, hard, but we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. You guys should pay up. So. I'll definitely be um, shouting out the painter when the paint scheme's released. Y'all know who that is here shortly, too. He's a really good dude. He's from Oklahoma, actually, just like me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, besides that, um, League Zero, what's going on there lately? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's almost like I should know that it's my league or something, but uh, we're going it's to like Red Bull. He owns it. We're going to Red Bull Ring this week, so that's cool. Matching F1. Yep. Matching F1 this week. Uh, we're doing the single Grand Prix race, so that'll be cool. The, different from our normal feature sprint format. Uh, and the standings-wise, our our boys, me and Ray in Avanti, have taken over the uh, team championship lead, so that's cool. We got a 31-point gap on Squid Game Racing, so that's cool. Uh, Drivers' championship, my boy Ray also has a 50-point lead over Finley Fitzsimmons, who missed a race last week. Uh, now, keep in mind... We haven't had the drop weeks oh. kick in yet, so we're not too sure. Uh, 100% where everybody stands out stands yet. Finley uh, raced last week. We'll have to see where it goes. Whatever, Finley raced last week. He missed the week before. Same thing. Uh, but anyways, they yeah, say no, that last week was a really good race. I watched it all on YouTube. It was a good race, which, by the way, check out our boys, Team Goon Squad on YouTube. They'd be streaming all of our races live, except for the race before this one, which was, I believe, Montreal. Yeah. Yes. You missed that one, unfortunately, yep. but it's all good. Well, I mean, we didn't miss it. It's just tape delayed. Not like you can watch it live now, anyways. Who cares? Uh, but, anyways, check yep. those boys out. He always does a freaking fantastic job. We love awesome that guy. job. Um, awesome job. Other than that, tune in, tune in this week. Um, I think it's Gareth McAllister's birthday. So, tune yep. in and tell him happy birthday in the comments. <laughs> always, <laughs> oh, always inside do that. joke there. Yeah. And our, our boy Finley won the sprint race in that race by. Um, Passing his teammate, Gareth. Gareth came in second, unfortunately. I think team orders were in play there. Uh, yeah. Skin scam, eh? Yeah, yeah, Tough, tough. Anyways, check us out. We're going uh, to be live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Actually, I think it's 9. I think 9 is restart. So maybe maybe check us out at 9. Uh, that'll be June 29th. So that'll be Thursday. I might try to make that race too therefore maybe you shouldn't check it out because we're all gonna die so <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it's worry about me being there i can't make it so as usual for the last three freaking seasons but anyways um what's this lap lap 23 in the books 23 is a 23? 23 yeah 
Thanks for I can't think of a driver. In, I was trying to think of a driver. It's a little bit short yeah. this week, but we're just blessing your ears to have maybe a good lap twenty-four, or or maybe some some secret sauce. Oh no, the twenty-three is uh, Bubba Wallace, correct? Oh yeah, I was trying to think of some like old school driver, and I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, I can't think of anything either. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. And Tony was going to like next week with Jeff Gordon. Woo! Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> well, Dave's got the little thing in his uh, flag or, or plaque thing. He's got him with the shades on them, alien shades from the nineties. Looking, that looking means we'd be only Rainbow four Warrior. laps away from you know who. I'm just saying, Gordon's pretty sexy. Yeah, I think we'll probably skip 28. Yeah, no, we should do that. That's a pretty, it's a pretty bad number. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I've never seen anything this cool with 28 on it. I've never seen 28 win a race. Oh, oh. <laughs> Technically, they won an Xfinity race a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, well, anyways. you know, doesn't count. What's that? They don't race in NASCAR anymore. <laughs> Almost kind of sure. like it's a retired number for some reason. Yeah. They're retired to so bad. Anyways, all right. Oh! Baby, Alex is hating for you. Uh, uh, How's more talk about Norman? <laughs> <laughs>